Welcome to Not So Aloney, the show where I, Aloney, hang out with a friend and together we make stuff. This week we're doing another table read, where I take the stories we wrote before and I explain them perfectly so you don't need to hear any of the extra bits we came up with along the way. This week I'm going to explain the Mass Effect TV show we came up with. Enjoy. Mass Effect, Arterius Academy. The concept for this show is the idea that in the Mass Effect universe, there are two groups called Biotics and Techs. In this show, we follow a school designed to teach both that has some sinister undertones in the background. Slowly from the beginning of the show, we introduce several students, and we follow them as they enjoy this school. The students are grouped into two different classes, Techs, and biotics. Slowly throughout the first season, we're watching these characters grow and become friends, despite the fact that their teachers are kind of pushing them to not be friendly. There's a lot of conflict between the teachers and the students in a lot of ways, and there's a lot of very interesting mechanics going on in the storytelling. It is revealed shortly throughout each season that something is going on in this school that can't be explained. Something's going on behind the scenes that makes the school seem a little more sinister than it should be. Eventually, the main characters learn that the teachers have been training the techs to study the biotics, learn how they think, and to be able to track them down in case they go rogue and leave. And they've been training the biotics to become soldiers for them. This entire school has secretly been designed to create weapons out of these tech-skilled students and these biotic-skilled students. Eventually, the students we've been following throughout the series are tracked down and hunted when they try to escape the school. And eventually, they have to take down the school and free all of their fellow students. That's the concept. But let's talk about these characters. Now, when we wrote them in the show, they didn't have names. And I've decided not to give them names. Maybe if we ever revisit this, I will name all of these characters, but I'd rather just keep them simple with what they are. The best way to explain all the characters in this show is to explain the hierarchy. So at the top of this school is the leader, the principal of the school, which is a Hanhar, which is a sort of jellyfish-like creature that speaks in a very robotic tone. This principal seems odd and is kind of suspicious throughout the whole series, and eventually becomes the main villain, along with all the teachers. The teachers are divided just like the students into two groups, the biotic half of the school and the tech side of the school. The head of the biotics is an Asari, who has very powerful biotic abilities and is in charge of all the students on the biotic side. They're kind of like the dean for biotics. Below her is a grizzled biotic combat teacher that is a Krogan. And below them is a human who has fought hard to get a position at this school because this school was founded by the Citadel Council, the ones in charge of this entire space station that the school is in. Because I can't seem to not put this guy into shows, the human is played by Robert Picardo, which you may know as the Doctor from Star Trek Voyager. He tells everyone that he is a colonist and that he's worked hard to get here, but secretly he's been hiding that he was actually a poor kid on the streets of Earth. On the tech side of the school, in charge of all the techs is a Solarian, the big-eyed, fast-talking, scientific aliens from Mass Effect. This Solarian has a child that is coming to the school, and they are in charge of 
all the tech-based operations. They're in charge of all of the secret shit. They're in charge of all the scientific studies and the psychology manipulation and everything. Below them is a Torian, the tech combat teacher. She and the Krogan hate each other and created this massive rivalry between the two classes. They're constantly trying to one-up the other class and they both have a lot of tension between them and severely hate each other because of species biases for Mass Effect, that their races have a lot of tension between them. But even more than that, their job is to push the students to hate each other and to make the school divided and to compete with one another. They're there to help the students hate each other, to cause a divide between them. The last of the tech teachers is a Corian. She is an exile who was banished from her Corian society because she was trying to create Corian biotics, a thing that has barely ever been done and is actually illegal. She was banished because she was experimenting on innocent people who didn't want to be experimented on. And now she's in charge of teaching tech and also all the medical science that's going on at the school. She's basically the school nurse and the health teacher and the tech teacher, but she just so happens to also be an evil scientist that has experimented on biotics before. These two groups of teachers manipulate the students throughout the show. The only one of all these different teachers that seems to have a softer side is the newest human member, Robert Ricardo. He hasn't been here for very long, he doesn't know what the purpose of the school actually is at first, and he cares about the students a lot. The main characters of this story, the students, are a earthborn girl who lived on the streets poor and has very powerful biotic abilities, who has gotten arrested and was told that she would go to prison or maybe even be executed for all the crimes she has done, protecting herself on the streets and stealing various small things to stay alive. But Robert Picardo, who takes pity on her because he is actually from the streets, has given her the option to join the school rather than going to prison. Slowly throughout the series, she doesn't trust anybody, but eventually she opens up to the few friends she has and this one teacher, and then when she learns the truth, her life is shattered, though only people she's trusted cannot be trusted now. Her opposite, within the four main characters, is a spacer who's kind of a boy scout. He's a tech student who's very cool, calm, and emotionally distant. He grew up on space stations and didn't have a lot of connection with his family, and he moved from place to place not making a lot of friends, so he keeps himself closed off. And he really just wants to matter. He wants to do something important. He wants to be a part of something. So throughout the series, he slowly opens up to the rest of the group as well, but eventually drinks the Kool-Aid and follows the orders that the teachers are giving him and is sort of going along with the bad stuff. Out of the four, he is probably the darkest. Back with the Biotics is, of all people, a Saurian. The same Saurian who is the child of the one in charge of the tech school. Now, their parent told them that they wanted them to be in the school to be a tech and to help them with the school. What the parent didn't know is that this Saurian is actually a biotic and is incredibly frustrated that their parent has forced them to come to the school to learn about tech. So instead, they enlist themselves as a biotic in the biotics section of the school. And their parent and them are very distant at this point. And their parent is very pissed about this and worried because the Saurian in charge knows that the biotics are being used and treated terribly and that they don't want their child to have that problem. Throughout the series, people realize that this Saurian, being a Saurian biotic, which is very rare, 
is also incredibly powerful with their biotics, and very frustrated that it's hard for them to control their abilities. But throughout the series, they learn more and more about their parent until eventually they realize how bad this school is and all the horrors that are being committed. The last member of the four characters is a Korean foreign exchange student. Now, Koreans usually never leave their home unless they're on their pilgrimage. Her pilgrimage was to come here and study our technology. She was obsessed with the way humans view technology and the Citadel views technology, and she wanted to understand them more. Her family back home didn't really care either way. They're just happy that she's making her pilgrimage, but she feels like the people back home don't really understand what she's trying to do, and she almost doesn't want to go home. She becomes very close to the Corian in charge until eventually she realizes who that Corian is and realizes why they were exiled and how horrible this place is. Those four students are the main bulk of the cast and the most important characters. Throughout the story, other students are around and introduced and lit out and reintroduced and forgotten about, but they are the main characters that will last the entire show. And they are also the ones that will be exiled and chased on the run, wanted for what they know. Now that you understand the characters, we can break down the plot. So where do we start? We start following each of the four characters before they go to the school to really understand them. The Earthborn girl, the poor down on her luck biotic, is running from the police immediately on the streets of Earth. Fast cars are flying by and the cops are really trying to get her. She's cornered and she eventually uses her powers and completely destroys a police vehicle. They then gas her with one of the knockout gas grenades from Mass Effect, and she falls unconscious, and they then put her in jail. While she's in jail, she's going to be sent to prison, where she will either be executed or imprisoned for life. Robert Picardo, her mentor, eventually shows up and tells her that she has a choice. She can go to prison for the rest of her life, or she can go to this school. She immediately decides to go to the school so that maybe she can escape one day if it's not good enough. At the same time, we follow the Spacer Kid and how his parents ignore him and his life has been sad up until this point and he feels very lonely and cold and isolated and he's afraid to connect to people. We also see the Saurian and how they react to their parent who is telling them that they want them to join the school but they know they want to be a biotic. And then finally, we see the Corian as she gets into a shuttle on its way to the Citadel. As she enters the shuttle, she sees all the other characters sitting together, sort of near each other. The four of them sit together as they are entering the Citadel, and they see the most beautiful city they've ever seen in existence, a massive city in an ancient technological marvel floating in space. Throughout the first season, we see them all interact with each other, them all get interested and connect to each other. They've slowly become friends and colleagues and peers, and we see how all the teachers interact with them and the various conflicts going on. But we always have a hint at the end of every episode that the Hanhar and the other two leads, the Saurian and the Asari, are doing something with the school. Something is going on that nobody is noticing. At the end of this season, a bunch of students disappear from the higher level class, and nobody is sure what happened. There was something crazy going on behind the scenes, and they heard various violence and explosions going on, but they couldn't quite understand why the biotics were fighting and why the teachers were being so odd. They were locked away from what happened. And in the chaos, the Hanhar principal was murdered by one of the students, and all the students disappeared. Season two, the next thing we need to talk about is how do they leave? Now, it's not technically what this is about, but this is how the story really kicks off. 
and because this is a TV show, I'd rather put it in the second season. So following the aftermath of a biotics breaking out and destroying everything, and the Hanhart dying, the two classes are divided because of this, way more than they were before. And the crew is split apart. The two biotics dealing with their biotic school, and the two techs dealing with their school. They're allowed to see each other at lunch, and sometimes, but most of the time their classes are completely different now. And they are treated very differently by the teachers and taught very differently. The techs are learning that they, ha they can't trust the biotics as much. They need to learn and understand them perfectly and to be able to figure out how they think. That is their goal. There's this slight underlying tone of people not being able to trust biotics and this fear between the two growing. The biotics are told that the tech students attacked the principal and the other biotics and caused all of it. And the techs think that the biotics are the ones that went crazy and killed the principal. The two factions slowly learn to hate each other, and tensions rise. At the end of the season, throughout that entire season, the human teacher is trying to hint at various things going on, and is discovering things that they don't trust about this school. And in the end, they are murdered, and a message is given out to our main character, the biotic human girl. He was her mentor, he's the reason that she hasn't been in prison, he helped her get here, he cared about her, he cared about the others, and he told them the truth. He secretly, led a, he secretly left a message that would tell them everything he just learned, and why he was murdered. At the end of that season, we have learned, because of all this craziness, that's where we get the climax of the story. He is now dead, and everything about the show changes. Season 3 really explains the how do we lose part. Now that the teacher is dead, and the students are blamed for it and framed for his murder. The two biotics are on the run. Not only are they on the run, not only are the teachers hunting them down, but their friends are forced to hunt them down. The Corian and the Boy Scout are commanded to chase down their friends, to capture them at any means, and to really explain how they think and to help the teachers find them. Now they're told at first that this is for their own good, and that they need to question them about their murder, and, and they're not quite sure if they murdered him or if they saw who murdered him and they ran away. But eventually, the Corian realizes that this is all bullshit, and that they're using them to track and hunt their friends down, and she joins the two biotics. The Boy Scout pretends to join the group, but in the All is Lost moment at the end of Season 3, they all get captured because he turns them in. He has completely been turncoat, and at this point, a lot of people hate him. Season 4 starts with them imprisoned underneath the school, seeing the true purpose of the school, these labs where the final level of students and the most promising ones are being turned into weapons, are being controlled and manipulating each other, and are being used for military purposes against the wishes of the Citadel. This is a secret operation going on in a reputable school that is no longer reputable. We also learn that the Hanhar, the principal, never died. The murder was fake in order to make the students hate each other. It was an incident created when a couple of students did actually try to escape, so they covered it up and told different stories to each school to turn that failure into a success. In this last season, they are desperately trying to convince their friend to let them out, and they are also being turned into weapons still. Eventually, the Boy Scout lets them out. He changes his mind. He realizes the mistake he had made, and he helps them all get out of there. They then break into the principal's office, steal the information they need, and run to the authorities. In the finale, they have to fight off all of the teachers, and actually beat a lot of them in combat. Most of the gym teachers, the combat-based teachers, they have to take down. And they eventually get to the Citadel and reveal the truth. 
that this school has been illegally creating soldiers and selling them throughout the galaxy. The end. Now, I really like this story. I really like these four seasons. And I think it would be a really good show. You could try to rush it into a movie, and maybe it would be a good teen drama. But I feel like with a lot of stories like this, it should just be a show. Maybe you could compromise and make it a miniseries, where it's like six episodes a season. Because if you really worked hard, you could make this last. You could make it a really deep drama with a lot of personal stuff going on. But some of it could be shorter. It's really on personal taste whether or not it should be a miniseries or a TV show or even a movie. Personally, I'd like a TV show, but maybe a shorter one. I don't know if it would be animated. I don't know if it would be live action. They could both work. It really depends on how crazy you want to get with the biotics and also sort of budgets and stuff. But I really like what Scott and I came up with this week, even though we had no idea when we started. So that's Mass Effect Arterius Academy. So that's it. That's the table read for this week. I really like what we came up with. And next week, we're going to have another Testers and Jesters beneath the ground. I'm DMing, Matt's playing. It should be really fun. We spent a lot of time in the pit, and I think it's time to move on to something else. It's probably going to be another two-parter, but we'll see what happens. If you like this show, please like, comment, subscribe, review, give YouTube and Apple a reach around. Do whatever you can to help this podcast grow if you can, if you really liked it. We also have a new video form of this podcast if you're not watching it right now. Video versions of the podcast are going to come out a week later because they require a lot of finagling and extra editing that I can't do with all my other videos. Keep an eye out for that on the Aloni Podcast channel on YouTube if you want to see video versions of this. Anyway, I'm Aloni. Thanks for listening. Bye.